Ahoy! Episode 21. Yes. 21 episodes deep. I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Adam. Welcome to Bottom of the Stream. Indeed. Welcome indeed. How are you? Very good. Uh, I am a bit raspy. I've got yeah, a bit, you've got a bit of a cold. Yeah. Not good. My whole house is down at the minute with, <laughs> with illness. It's like that film, Nick's yeah. House Down. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Yeah, the little ones bought some germs back from Ugh. nursery or whatever. and Bloody kids. It's just... Yeah, so I shouldn't bother. There you go. <laughs> okay, well, we'll try and keep you uh, keep fine. your beat. It's You'll fine. fine. You'll battle through it. Yeah. You're a battler. You always have been. Yeah. Uh, anything good at the top of the stream you've been watching? Uh, what have we watched this week? We've started to watch, and excuse me if we're way behind the times, because <laughs> I'm aware this is a very popular show. Go on. It's been around for several years. Um, but we start to watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, right, yeah. Never watched is it. a sitcom. Um, with Ellie Kemper, who was in Bridesmaids, The Office, American Office. Yeah, it's good. Cool. It's funny. It's the same team who made, like, 30 Rock. Oh, I love 30 Rock. Um, it's good. Oh, I'll check you know, it out. Do you know the premise? No, not really. It's, it's basically about a woman who's been kept hostage in yeah. an underground bunker by a mad uh, religious leader Yeah. for 15 years, and they're rescued, and they're back in... And they have to integrate themselves back in. Well, yeah, if it follows Kimmy, yeah. Excellent. Well, I'll check that out. Yeah, it's a laugh. It's I'll good. add it to my list. Okay. I haven't really... I've been watching something on the other on the dark side. I've been watching something on Amazon this week. Oh. Or left Netflix this week. So okay. I've been watching The Boys. Okay, yeah. It's good. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard really good things. Good. But I'm not going to talk about it because it's not Netflix. Okay. But it's really good. Um, other than that, I haven't really seen anything. I've noticed that season three of Glows appeared today or yesterday or whenever it appeared. Yeah. I would I would definitely be on that definitely. sooner Glow's rather than later. Glow's a brilliant show. Even if you're not into wrestling, I think you'd get something out of Glow. It's a really good show. And the second series improved on the first series. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see whether... They're heading to Vegas in this series, I think. Yeah, so whether it can be. keep up the standard. Hopefully. It's, it's really good. So that's next on my list, I think. It's funny, it's dramatic, good characters. Yeah. It probably yeah. is at the bottom of the stream a little bit. It's... It's not very. It's not mainstream, but I guess not. It's quite popular. But it's, it's a. It's, it's made a, it to three seasons. It's, it's a critical. Watching it. It's a critics. Yeah. Darling of the critics, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But yeah, definitely check out Glow. I've also today saw the trailer for Dark Crystal. Yes, I've seen that trailer a couple of weeks ago. Remaking yeah. that. Yeah. So that comes out on the thirtieth of August. So definitely be watching that. So that's good. Yeah, a bit of good bit of eighties nostalgia. Yeah, Jim Henson's puppets. They were creepy. Those. They were creepy. Dark Crystal was a really creepy film. But. Do you know what? Actually, talking about the Dark Crystal, I actually found the good guys creepier than the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, the like elfin. Yeah, yeah, definitely. One the, creepier yeah. than the is it the Skeksis the that sounds vultury. Right. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, so this TV show remake looks really good. So that could be quite interesting, I think. Yeah. Right, shall I do the socials? Then I've got something I need to talk to you about from last week's episode. Okay, good. Go for it. I've got also, I've got a bit of an announcement during the socials. Okay. So that's quite exciting. Very good. So Twitter is BOTS underscore podcast. So is Instagram, BOTS underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. The email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. And the website is bottom of the stream.com. Website? Website. <laughs> so we have brought the domain, bottom of the stream.com. It's pretty basic what's up there at the minute, but we're going to be working on it, I think. Uh, you can listen to every episode on the directly from the website from your browser. And the stream table's up there. There's links up there to all the major podcasting apps. So yeah, go check out bottomofthestream.com. We're going to be adding to it. We're going to do like a news section in a few blogs, I think. 
That's a good idea. I think I think the internet's going to be quite a big thing. Yeah, so I think so. This, I think it's a good <laughs> idea. We've got in on that. But yeah, I think we've got in on the ground floor. Got yeah. in early. So yeah, check out bottomofthestream.com. That's, I've spent some money on it, so please check it out. Because <laughs> I haven't got much of that. Last week, we talked about Wish Upon. Yes. And... Oh, we've got some admin to do, haven't we? A little bit. Yeah. So uh, we had a bit of a discussion about the f- towards the end of the film where the guy slit his wrists. Paul. Paul. Yeah. And then appeared in the very next scene. Yes. And we couldn't decide if that was a continuity error or what. Because other things didn't undo. Yes. So I, re- I went back and rewatched the end of the film and he, it definitely does happen. You yep. weren't imagining it. He Good. definitely slits his wrist, gets put in an ambulance, and then he's in the next scene as if nothing had happened. I think now that it is the wish he's undoing. Right. Because it was during that segment of the wish he's undoing. Okay. And he was the only one, apart from Darcy, kind of throws a spanner in the works. Because she was she still was still She she, had, she, had she was, healed, but yeah. the, the scars were still there. Yeah. I don't think it's a continuity error. But I do think it's a really poor inconsistency, inconsistency in the film. Okay, except I mean, like the dog not coming back. I don't. If you're dead, you don't come the back. The dog was a consequence of a yeah. wish, though. Whereas Paul was an actual part of a wish. Yeah. So there's a difference there. But it didn't need to be in that. So he could have not been in that scene, and we would not be having this discussion. He didn't. It was like a brief split second. Yeah. And it didn't need to be there. So, so. It was, it, would you say it was stupid? He was in it. I do, I would agree with you that that part of that film was stupid. Yes. Hence the one word review. <laughs> um, Are you still angry it was that far down? No, I've, I've got over it. I've got over it. I still okay. think it should be slightly higher maybe, but I've got over it. Um, another thing, we had a chat with one of uh, your friend of mine, Wayne. Oh, yes. Friend yeah. of the show, Wayne Evans. I don't know his Twitter name. I would shout his Twitter name out, but I don't know it and I'm not going to. Um, he was quite upset that a, a dog had died yeah. in Wish Upon and he wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. And apparently this is a, a thing. People need to know if dogs die in films okay so there's a website out there <laughs> it's like the pigeon movie like the pigeon, database. like the pigeon movie database and this website is does the dog die.com brilliant and you can type in any film yeah and it will tell you if the dog dies excellent so i typed in wish upon and what it is users tick yes or no to various questions and obviously the more yeses you get then yes the dog does die yeah and the more no's you get so in wish upon there's 38 yeses and no no's okay so a dog definitely dies in wish upon However, there's a caveat that by the end of the movie, the dog's alive, which is true. There's also, it's not that's not the only question this website asks. Okay. Does the cat die? Right. That's the next question. Zero yeses, seven noes. No cat in the film. Yeah. Does a horse die? Does an animal die? Are animals abused? Are any teeth damaged? Right. <laughs> is a question. Are needles and syringes used? Are there abortions? And are there anxiety attacks? Wow. So does the dog die.com goes from comedy do dark wow quickly <laughs> that, has, that has gone dark so that's wish upon i've also put in uh, this week's film that we're doing hold the dark yeah which is about wolves it's got a lot of animals in it yeah does the dog die no okay is a dog a wolf it's just a wolf <laughs> it's a wolf does an animal die yes you don't see an animal die in this film that we're about to talk no but there is a dead a scene animal. of a dead animal yeah. in it so there's 33 yeses but three no's Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Are teeth damaged? Yes. <laughs> don't know. Don't remember right. that happening. Are needles and syringes used? No. So yeah, if you want to, if you want to know, are there bugs? There's more questions. Are there bugs? Are there clowns? Are there fat jokes? Okay. Are there ghosts? Are there incestuous relationships? Right. Hold the dark. Yes. Well, uh, no. I, I, yeah, I, I will talk about yeah. about that because I do have a bit there's, of a theory on that. So basically, anybody can ask a question on doesthedogdie.com. Yeah. There's loads. Look at all these questions. 
This is just for Hold the Dark. That's there must be a hundred questions. And so if you want to know something about a film, it doesn't necessarily be, does the dog die? You can ask any question. Does someone fart or spit? <laughs> no. Can we um, can we potentially put these links will, to these useful websites on I, our website? Yeah, I will tweet a link out to it. And I will also put some links up. Of, maybe that's a good page for the website. Websites yeah. that we've come across during our time. Like Ref- pigeon, reference material. Reference material. Like our reference movie material. database. And it, now, doesthedogdie.com. Okay. So yeah, check that out. It's a good, it's a good fun website, and you can type in any film, and it will tell you. I don't know if it does TV shows. I'm presuming it probably does. Yeah, it does. So yeah, you type in anything, and it will tell you if a dog dies or if anything else you want to know. Excellent. I'm definitely checking that out. Check it out. So I, I also have a slight, quick update from last week. Okay. Uh, a hunk or monk update. Hunk or monk update. Hunk or monk went down a storm with our listeners. All the hunks are talking about it. All the hunks are talking about. It. The monks are not because they're on no, silent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Just a joke, sorry. Yeah, well, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, John Cena, the yeah. hunk in question. Is he talking about it? Well, he, he's been having a. He's popped up a couple of times on my Twitter this week. He's he's been creating a few waves. Oh really? Because he's he's started doing some random normo following. Oh. So I've seen quite a few people just sort of like, well, oh, John Cena's following me. How random. So maybe, maybe he's not that far away from finding out about hunk or monk. Maybe not. Nice. I've we followed him on the bottom of the stream Twitter this week yeah. so maybe he'll follow us back now, and that made me if he does I'm definitely DMing him <laughs> and showing him that Hong Kong monk based domain the other thing that reminded me of was something I wanted to ask you because I can't remember if this is true or if I've dreamt it <laughs> okay weren't you followed at one point by David Hasselhoff yeah I think that I still am I thought so yeah I was cool <laughs> I've not, not checked for a while, but I'd be de- okay. devastated if I'm not. It, was, it wasn't It was on the, twi- the Twitter account I'm using currently. It's okay. on my, one of my older ones. Right, okay. I thought so. Yeah, yeah, it was. That just occurred to me. Anyway. <laughs> right, that's all the admin done, I think. Yeah. Don't forget to go to bottomofthestream.com. I'm going to say it again because I'm quite excited and it was quite expensive. Um, shall we talk about the film? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Hold the Dark Yeah, is a 2018 film. It's a 15. It is two hours and five minutes long and is currently rated at 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. Stars Jeffrey Wright as Russell Corr, Alexander Skarsgård as Vernon Sloan, and I have not written down the name of the lady that's in it. Do you know you should have done? I should have, because she's really good. So, uh, Medora. Medora, that's it. Medora so, Sloan. Uh, she's played by Riley Keough. Thank you. I don't know why I didn't write that down. And do you have a fact about Riley Keough? Because no, I do. I didn't even write her name down. Right. Go on. She is someone very famous as granddaughter. Oh, really? Like, who is pretty much the most famous person you could think of? If you're <laughs> just across the sphere of entertainment, you know, is it... This person is literally one of the most famous entertainers who has ever lived. Nicholas Cage. Good guess. <laughs> Good guess, but no. So she's his granddaughter. Yes. So we're talking old, older. Yeah. I don't know. He is no longer alive. She is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. No way. Yeah. Wow, that is the most famous man you can think of. Yeah. I can't Me. think of anybody more. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, she's. Um, Doesn't Nicholas Cage have some sort of relationship with Elvis Presley as well? Oh, yeah, you're right because. She, so Riley Keough is Lisa Marie Presley's daughter. Yeah. And at one point, Nicholas Cage was with. There you go. Lisa Marie Presley. Oh, it wasn't far off then. So maybe, technically, we could claim Nicolas Cage as her stepdad. 
Maybe. That might be slanderous, so don't, don't, don't say it. <laughs> Add some... <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know if that Cool, so she's Elvis' granddaughter. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Um, the film was directed by Jeremy Saulnier. Yes. Who we have come across before. We have. He's our first repeat director across Dot the Stream out of the 21 episodes we've now done. Uh, I can't really remember any facts about him, but he did direct Murder Party. Yeah. Which is all right. It's not great. It's fine, but so as we said at the time, the I think, the list, so it can't be that good. Yeah, as we said at the time, though, it was the it's the lowest budgeted thing we've watched. It's definitely, it was pretty much a student film. Yes. Did you pick up who wrote this film? Yes. Go on, you go for it. <laughs> no, you go for it. No, you go for it. Uh, it was written by, I'm going to say Mason Blair. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a, a soft C. It's, yeah. it's got a C in it, but I'm going with a soft. Who played the werewolf face man in Murder Party? Yeah, and also wrote. Hold the Dark. Yeah, he's in Hold the Dark. So he's well, in Hold the Dark as briefly. well. So he's our second repeat actor. Yeah. Uh, in two weeks. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, good. Yeah, he wrote good this. He's, he's in Murder Party and he's in this and he wrote this. And it seems like him and Jeremy Saulnier, because he's in Green Room as well. But I think he's them two must have grown up together or worked together a lot yeah. over their time. Frequent collaborators. Yeah. So what's the premise? The premise of Hold the Dark is that a lady's son gets kidnapped by wolves. Uh, Jeffrey Wright plays a guy called Russell Core, who is some sort of expert in wolfage. He's a wolf tracker. He's a wolf slash tracker, yeah, he can find... Expert. Yeah, he's a wolf expert. And she calls him in to try and help her find her son, either find, her, find his body or find him. Yeah, or at minimum, she sort of says... So she writes him a letter, and it yeah. starts with a voiceover. <laughs> it does again. And she sort of, at minimum, wants him to bring back the wolf. Yeah. That killed her son. Yeah, because her husband's about to come back from the Iraq war, yep. which gives a time frame yep. of where this film's set, and he she needs something to show him when he comes back. Correct. So, do you know anything of the name Medora? No. I like it. It's, it's quite, quite an unusual name. It is a very unusual So, Medora, yeah. I'm bringing out my English literature degree here. <laughs> oh, somebody's got an English literature degree. Medora is a character in a poem by Byron. Right. And the poem's called The Corsair. And she is the wife of basically a pirate oh, right. who goes away. Getting a literature lesson. She, she, so her husband goes away overseas yeah. to fight and loot and pillage. And she waits at home for him to return. Oh. Bit similar to this character. But that's here. exactly how this film is, yeah. 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 Mm. There you go. So that's where that name comes from. Wicked. Good spot. Uh, and this is an adaptation of a book. And it's a Netflix original. Yes. Cool. Brilliant. So, That's, so the film starts with her writing this letter to Core as he's travelling to Alaska. He's yeah. The film's all set in Alaska. Yeah, beautiful Alaska. Yeah, um, you get lots of nice like aerial shots of Alaska and things like that. Yeah, so she's writing him a letter asking him to come and help her find her son, basically, because yeah. he was there one minute and then he just disappeared. But you see him playing out in the snow yeah, and then he's You're just right. not there anymore. Yeah, uh, so he heads out there to meet her. Yeah, and. Uh, as he meets her, she sort of says, there's actually been a... It's not the only case of a wolf taking a child recently yeah. in the village. There's been a couple more as well. You're right. It's, this is a beautiful film. Yeah, it's really well shot. And to think that it wasn't in the cinema... Yeah. ...is really it's, strange. Yeah, I agree with you. Because <laughs> that's what this sort of thing was made for. Yeah. There's loads of like high shots of like drone shots and helicopter shots of Alaska. The very first, right at the very beginning, there's, you see a really high shot of a car driving along a like highway of mountain road. Yeah. Reminded me a lot of the first scene of The Shining. Because that's all like 
snowy peaks and cars drive into it. Yeah, and a lot of the first sort of 10 to 15 minutes is just what we've just covered. So it is, it's called going meeting Medora and it turns out he's working pro bono, isn't he? <laughs> pro bono. <laughs> She's not, she can't pay him. Yeah. So, um... Did you catch the very first thing she said to him? What was that? When he, he knocked on the door and she opened the door. Or she came out before he, as he got out of his car and she went, oh, you're old. Yeah, she <laughs> this did, really yeah. made me laugh. Because she'd got a book that he'd written. Yeah. Which she'd obviously written a while ago. She hadn't, she hadn't expected him to age. So I did like that. And, and I'll say this straight away. Jeffrey Wright, who played Core, I thought he was great. He's amazing. He's, have you seen Westworld? Uh, yes. He's really good in Westworld. Yeah. He plays that so well. That's a great show. And he, he was great in this. He really had the sort of down at heel, you know, you could a character who's been through a lot of shit. Yeah. He's a budget for us, Whitaker, but he plays it well. <laughs> I recognised him from, I don't know if he's, it's I'd say he's most famous for, because he's in loads of stuff. Yeah. But he's, um, he's in, he's been in all the newish James Bonds, hasn't, hasn't he? With Daniel Craig. I don't know. Yeah, he has. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, say yes. Carry I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to put myself out here and say I've never seen a James Bond film. What, any of them? Any of them. What, even on like a Sunday yeah. afternoon one? Well, that really surprised me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not really a fan of them, but... I ha- there just... was a point in my life where I hadn't seen any, and yeah. then that became a thing. Oh, right. And now yeah. I'm the guy who's never seen a James yeah, okay. Bond film, and so I feel like I can never watch one now. I, I'm not a massive fan of them. They don't really do anything for me, but I'm just surprised by the law of averages. Yeah. The just... amount that they're on on TV over here in the UK. Yeah. That you've not just happened to sit through one. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get abused for that, oh. but... Probably. I don't think they're all they cracked up to be, personally. You're definitely going to get abused for it. Yeah. I can't even slag them off. I've never seen them. Because you don't like them. <laughs> I bring it on. Uh, How did we get on to James Bond? <laughs> because of Jeffrey Wright. Oh, yeah, because of Jeffrey Wright. So She says she can't pay him and he says chocolate's fine. Yes. She gives him some chocolate. Yes, she does. And straight away, you see how, how nicely this film shot. You've got all the harsh bright colours outside every time they're inside in a cabin it's warm it's muted there's a fire on yeah. there's a real contrast and it's it's really well shot yeah and it looks great it does but then some weird stuff happens it's, it does get <laughs> batshit crazy so Mr. Core is uh, curled up on the couch trying yeah. to get some sleep before yeah. he heads off into the yeah. into the snow in the morning yeah and uh, he's woken to the sound of Medora having a bath yeah, in the middle of the night. night. And she gets out of the bath. She's talking to herself while she's having a bath. Yeah, sort of chanting almost. Chanting, isn't yeah. She? she gets out of the bath. Yeah. Starkers. Yeah. She's wearing a mask. She's wearing a really creepy mask. Like a wooden wolf mask. Yeah. And she comes and like snuggles up to him. Yeah, she gets in bed with him and... Kind of had... They have a bit of a cuddle and then she they spoon, kind of... They They spoon. And then she kind of gets him to choke her. Yeah, she puts his hand around her neck as they're like lying there. And then he pulls it away eventually, but it's weird. Yeah, and that's our first clue that things aren't... Yeah, Medora's not all missing. she's cracked up to be. Well, not all that she seems. And meanwhile, there's an, a native Inuit outside watching the cabin. Yes, just watching. Yeah. Uh, then we rather harshly cut into the middle of a war zone. Yeah, Iraq. Iraq. So I really like that. Again, you've gone from uh, yeah. bright white coldness... Yeah. A desert, desert to a desert with a tank driving. Well, not tank. What do we call them? Like armored jeep. Yeah, driving through it. Um, there, there's a jeep tra- jeep chase. <laughs> I can't say that. There's a jeep chase going on, and one of them overturns, and the gunner on the top takes out everyone with his big gun. Yeah, blows so, blows yeah. the car up. Yeah, it kills the insurgents. Kills yeah, it kills the rebels, and that turns out that that is Alexander Skarsgård who is playing Medora's husband Vernon. 
Uh, he's got a friend who was driving the Jeep who gets out and takes a selfie with the dead people. Yeah. Right. Horribly. This is dark. This is dark. Because this next bit is very dark. Yeah. So later on that, that, presumably that same day, Vernon's walking through this village in Iraq. Yeah. And he hears some noises inside a house. He looks through the window and there is a lady villager being raped. By an American by soldier. By an American soldier. Who is the same soldier that was taking the selfies earlier. So Vernon quietly sneaks up and stabs him violently in the side. Yeah. About a hundred times. Yeah. Kills him. Well, nearly. Well, nearly kills him. Because he then gives the knife to the villager. Yeah, as it and walks, walks away. away. And then you hear more stabbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was dark. Yeah. That was dark. So he walks He walks out, he lights a cigarette. Yeah. And wham, he gets wham, shot in the neck. shot in the neck instantly. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not pulling any punches, this film, over the early doors. No. I, I thought it was a great start. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I thought it was, was brilliant. So that... Story device is used to get him sent home. Yeah, he's, a, he's evacuated by a medic. Yeah, medi helicopter comes, yeah. picks him up, and he, one of his mates says, well, are you going home? Well done. Yeah. You've been shot, you're going home. So we head back to Alaska. Yeah, and Kaur's about to head out. Yeah, he's getting his hiking boots and gear on. In search of these wolves. Yeah. As he's on his way out of the village, he's kind of stopped by the wise old Eskimo yes. lady. Can you say Eskimo? I think so. Can you? Why can't I? I think, I think he's racist. I don't think it is. Is it? I don't know. Inuit? In, is that racist? I I, one of them's racist. I've got to say something. Lady. Lady villager in Alaska. <laughs> Native lady. Native lady. And she says to him, that girl, i.e. Medora, yeah. knows evil. Yes. She, does she say something about it? it's not grief, it's evil, or something like that? Yeah. She says yeah. something really weird. So, but Core ignores that. He, as far as he knows, he's just here to find her. He says to a favour, he's, he's doing, doing a good it. deed. He's doing a good deed for a, a lady in need. Who's just looking for a son? He finds a cave. Yep. And then he heads to higher ground. He heads up this little mound of snow. And he does the most amazing wolf impression yeah, I've ever seen. He's got a great wolf He's got call. a great wolf call. And it works because he finds some tracks and he starts to follow pack. the pack. On this, he hears the he finds this pack of wolves and starts to follow them. Uh, there's about five, five or six of them there, yeah. I think, these wolves. And they're eating a baby wolf. Yeah. They've turned. Hence, on does their the dog die? Com. Yeah. Yes, an animal does die because that one's been eaten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just as he's looking, watching them, he takes a tumble. He does. He slips down the. He slips down in like hill. A, a hill, like an embankment, and but the gun doesn't. No, so that's halfway his up gun, the hill. His gun stops at the top of the hill as he falls down, and the wolves come running. Yeah. So we have a bit of a chase, and Cole manages to sort of scramble back up. He does get his gun. Yeah. And he sort of levels it at the wolves. Yeah. And then you've got a kind of Mexican standoff. Yeah. The... Or an Alaskan standoff. <laughs> I really like that bit. There was there was real tension in that there bit. There was. Of him yeah. Scrambling back up this hill. Because he's not a young man. He's, no. He's, he's, play, he's probably playing older than his years as well. But he scrambled back and he just managed to get to the gun in the time. And the wolves eventually turn away. They do. And leave him. They do. So, so he tracks back. Yeah. Heads back to the cabin. But she isn't there. Medora's not there. No. She's not. So he goes around, he calls her out, calls her name out a few times, goes looking for her. He warms himself by the fire. Yeah, heads down uh, to the basement. And he really, yeah, he spots that the lock is like... Undone. Undone, going down to the basement. Yeah, which has been locked the whole time. And what does he find when he gets to the basement? Finds a dead kid. He finds a dead boy. Yeah. So his son is dead in the basement. And he is wrapped in plastic. Yeah, like a tarp. 
So he freaks out. He alerts the townsfolk. And the sheriff. And the sheriff. Police. Uh, it turns out that Medora had strangled the kid. And the villagers believe she's possessed by a wolf demon. Yeah. So it's kicking off. Yeah, she's nowhere to be seen. And Cor uh, is sort of escorted out of town to a motel. Yeah. Uh, by a new character comes in at this point, Detective Mariam. Yes. And that's sort of end of yeah, that's, act, I guess. Yeah, I guess it is. This is a great start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're probably, what, 20 minutes, half an hour into right. the film? Yeah, maybe a bit longer yeah. than that. but Maybe a bit longer, but... Yeah, I'm really... It's a good set. It's a I'm great all, setup. I'm all in at this Great point. setup. Then we get a quick flashback between Vernon and the son. I didn't pick up what the son's name was. Bailey. Right, okay. So, obviously, before he deployed out to Iraq, and they're sort of bonding after having been hunting and killed a deer. Yes. And Vernon basically tells his son that... It's okay to kill if you have to do it to protect what you love. Yeah. And all the way through this is just, you've already got, you've, we've only seen Vernon in two scenes. Yeah. And there's big creepy vibes. Yeah. Not all is right with this Proper guy. Proper creepy. <laughs> uh, I've not asked you for a one word review. I'm going to cut in. That's fine. What's your one word review? Cold. Cold, yeah. Bloody freezing. <laughs> and I, I will further explain why as we go through. <laughs> okay. But not just in a literal sense. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Um, yeah, so in the next bit, Vernon is back, comes home. Yeah. In the middle of all this that's kicking off. So we're in the police station. Yeah. He's sitting in a corridor opposite Core. Yeah. And the policeman kind of says to him, "We've Core's not under any suspicion. We've just got him here because he was the last person to talk to your wife. Yeah. Um, do you want to ask him any questions? And he says, can you raise the dead? Yeah. And Core says no. And then he says, then I have no questions. Yeah. That's my line of the film. I thought... That summed that, this film up so well. Yeah. The way that was delivered and the way it was written. That's my line of the film. Can you raise the dead? No, then I have no question. So Venner has to go and identify his son. Yeah. On, in the morgue. He then, he does that, he comes out and he shakes Cor's hand. Yes, he does. Which was somehow more ominous than if she, he'd have... Yeah, because he didn't... Throw a punch at him or yeah, something. because he refused to shake the cop's hands. Yeah, he? he did. And then... So court and sheriff and uh, detective Mariam leave. Leave, yeah. Because they're, get, they're heading back, back to the, to the hotel. motel. Hotel, hotel, motel. And then it shoots the two cops that are left in the head. Yeah. Just quite brutally. Just whammo. That, that, the second one when that kid's begging e- for his life. Executes him, yeah. Yeah, that kid's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then he shoots him. That was, I didn't see that coming. And that really sets the pace now of what we've got. Yeah, so he's not on his own though. His friend help comes to help him. Yeah. Um, Chion. Chion, yeah. Who's an who's another native to the yeah, village. Yeah. So it turns out that Chion's daughter was also taken by wolves. Yes, but they never found But they never found her. Never found a body. And he is friends with Vernon. So he helps Vernon bury the policeman. Yeah. And they go back into the morgue. Yeah. And they take They take Bailey's body. The body. Put it in a box. Put it in a makeshift coffin. Coffin, yeah. And they bury that as well. Bury it in the snow. They're kind of part at that point. And, yeah, Vernon and, goes home at that point. Yeah, and Sion sort of says, I'll hold off the... Basically, I'll I'll give you some time while you have to go and do what you want yeah, to do. Yeah, so he basically is, he wants to avenge the death of his son. So he's going to go looking for Medora. But yeah, and he doesn't want anybody getting in the way of that, which yeah. is why he's taking the police out. Yeah. And he just he needs to do it. He needs to get vengeance himself, Yeah, basically. Um, so he goes home. He reads, he's got the police report on his missing wife, which he reads and then burns. And then you see him preparing his gun. Yeah. Is this where the old lady comes in? Yeah, so he goes to see, yeah. Vernon goes to see the old lady again. And she tells a story of how that when she was a little girl, 
she remembers seeing bodies stacked up in the village. Yeah. Because uh, the village had was swept with uh, flu. Yeah. And it almost wiped out the whole village. So bodies, the the um, authorities were literally stacking bodies throughout the village. But one morning everyone woke up and the bodies were strewn everywhere. Yeah. Because wolves had come and eaten them. Yeah. And this is, it all sounds really good and it's good exposition and it's good points. Some of that stuff really dragged. Yeah. That, that scene really did. Yeah. I'll give you that. At times this film felt a lot longer than it was. Yeah, it's, it is two, over two hours long, but. But that's, that's an average film. It's an average film. film. It's longer than a lot of the films we've done. Yeah. Because a lot of the Netflix stuff's about 90 minutes films, but. Yeah, I, yeah, it did drag a little bit, but I think it needed to be in there. It needed some backstory. Is that is a fine balance on this between creating the atmosphere it wanted, yeah, yet not pulling and dragging down the story yeah. and the narrative? I think you needed to know that the wolves had been before, yeah, and and it will have some parallels with what will happen in a few exactly. Minutes, so. it, it all makes sense in the end. Uh, so, cause Court, Mister Court is then. Um, He's in the motel. He's ill. He's got a cold. Yeah, he's a bit like cold. me. Yeah, he's, he's in bed. He's he, he's waiting to go home basically. Yeah, uh, and he tries to contact his daughter, who's also in Alaska. Yeah, she was in Anchorage. Anchorage. Anchorage, and she's teaching. Yeah, uh, so he leaves her a message. Yeah, he then has a vision of Medora. Yes, and she says to him in this vision or dream, "There's something wrong with the sky." Yes, and then she just vanishes. She's yeah. like lying next to him on the bed. Yeah, and then she just vanishes. So. Uh, Core tries to ring the detective at the police station. Yeah. But there's no one there. Because they've all been massacred. <laughs> no, because they're, they're out. Yeah, yeah de- they're out. Detective De- Mariam and the remaining policemen. And looking into who shot all the other policemen. Yeah. Yeah. So Core goes back to the village. Yeah. And he finds the old lady. Yeah. Who has also been murdered. Yeah, her throat's been slit. By Vernon. What's the cop called? Median. Mariam. Mariam. Detective Mariam. He goes to see... Chion. Chion. Vernon's mate to try and I think he's figured out that Vernon's behind all this yeah and they knew uh, when Mariam and Cor left the night before they left Vernon and Chion with the other two policemen yeah so there's no doubt about in their minds in the police station when he's looking over all the dead bodies he says there's going to be a war or something so he heads down to see Chion with a lot of policemen yes like the whole whole police department police department follows him there's like four police cars and a couple of And he tries, and, yeah, he tries to reason with him. He's like, yeah, let us do our job. We'll find her. Yeah, don't stand don't, in our way. Don't stand in our way. Don't get involved. Chion says we will find Medora without the police's help. Yeah. And so he walks away. What's his name? Median? Marion. Mar- I don't know why I can't get that in my head. He walks away and... Chion, yeah, closes the door on him. Closes the door on him. Uh, Marion retreats back to uh, with all the other cops. Yeah. And then, so the way the shack... It is pretty much just a shack. Yeah. Cabin is laid out. Is that you've got the the door downstairs and then upstairs you've got a kind of double door. Yeah, that sort of swings open, and Chion's sitting behind a massive machine gun. Yeah, and he starts slaying he all really these does. policemen. He um, core spots that it's going to happen, so he manages to get under a car, under a car, and get the other guy out of the way. And I've already forgot his name again. Mariam. I can't, that, that will not come into my head. So he's with like a young deputy, so they're behind yeah, another car. So they're hiding, but these policemen are getting mown down and all over the shop. What happens now is 15 minutes of probably the best shootout I've seen in it's exactly a long, what I've read here. Time. This is a great firefight. I watched this in the in here in the cinema in the stream boat 
with my projector and my soundbar booming and it was so loud. It was like constant for at least 10 minutes. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. These guys, these cops are getting annihilated. The cars are blowing up. There's bullet holes everywhere. It's a fucking brilliant firefight. It's a bloodbath. It is a bloodbath. It's a total bloodbath. Everything the cops fire at him is missing. Yeah. He's not in any danger at all. And it's brilliant. Yeah. It was so gripping. It was gripping. It was really gripping. It was really good. It was, I would go as far as to say that as a single scene, it is probably the best thing we've seen on this podcast. Oh, yeah. 100% agree. It was 100% agree. Brilliant. So, the head cop, whose name has gone again. <laughs> Mariam. I must write it down. Mariam, he kind of manages to get to the side of the house. So he, yeah, he kind of flanks it a little bit, yeah. doesn't he? At the same time, one of the other cops has been shot, but he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, he's just lying in the way. So the young cop who was with him yeah. decides, he's, he makes a decision, I'm going to go and try and help my mate. Yeah, so he walks out right into the path into of the, the machine gun. And he's fucking legs get shot yeah. <laughs> it does it literally this packs no punches yeah. this is all in and yeah he's so he's screaming in the road Korg gets a gun from somewhere he's shooting up he manages to rescue the young guy so Kor basically just goes for broke and he walks straight down the middle yeah. as Chion is reloading the machine yeah. gun and he just pulls this young guy out of the way yeah at the same time, Mariam has sort of snuck round the back. Yeah. He's avoided a tripwire because he noticed yeah. that the door's booby trapped. The door's booby trapped with another shotgun. And basically, yeah, he gets up, he gets behind Chion. Yeah. And they have a bit of a standoff. Yeah. They say something between each other and then they've got their guns pointed at each other and Chion just goes, boom. Yeah. And that, that tricks him into shooting him. Yeah. And he shoots him and he flies out the window and just lands in the snow. Yeah. Oh, that was so amazing. Yeah. I absolutely loved that scene. It was just, it was crazy times. Yeah, it was great. I wasn't expecting it in a film, in this film. When I saw this film come up, I wasn't expecting anything like this. And it blew, it was brilliant. That, that is worth, that scene's worth watching this film alone. And it really popped because they'd been, they'd sat, they'd stood at the front door and talked for five minutes. Yeah. They'd brought the pace right down. Yeah. And, it is a slow film in parts. Yeah, it is. So that's not necessarily a criticism. No, not at all. Although if it's I've, done I've, right, the slow film works. Although, you know, I think parts of it. there are a little, uh, probably a few bits you could have trimmed off. Yeah. But to slow it down at that point and then just it bang, 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 straight into that scene. As soon as them doors opened upstairs, brilliant. it was just like, it was crazy for 15 minutes. It was, it was so loud sitting in here listening to it and watching it. It was brilliant. Cut from that, you get a cops in the hospital montage. Yeah. So there's like... So Mariam sees his wife. Yeah. So she's she's watching all these bodies come in, body after body on these gurneys, and then Mariam walks in. Because Chion all the way through was saying, your wife's going to be getting a phone call this afternoon. Yeah. That was his threat to it. And so you see the scene of his wife not getting the phone call and him, I've forgotten his name again, him turning up and them kind of being reunited. Yeah. He was great as well. So James Badgedale plays Detective Mariam and I thought he was really good as well Badge Dale Badge Dale Double Barrel yes nice yeah. I like he's fantastic cool so then we go to we cut to Vernon who's gone to a different town uh, he's gone to a hotel to see if he's trying he's basically trying to track Medora down I think hotel's a bit of a stretch it's basically a mining <laughs> camp isn't it <laughs> yeah she, yeah. out in the wild out in the wild she, it was a hotel but she'd only got one room she got two rooms but she lived in one of them yeah but she Admits that eventually she admits that she has seen Medora and she was staying there, mm-hmm. although she's not there anymore. So she takes him to the room that Medora had stayed in. Yeah. He smells the bed. Yeah. Creepy. Creepy. 
And he, he says to the hotel lady, I need a hunter. And she says, yeah, you're the woman you're looking for. Yeah. Came to see the Indian hunter. Yeah. She He, get, he meets with this guy. Yeah, so that, that happens in a bit, doesn't it? So it cuts here. How does it? I think. Yes, it does. Okay. It cuts back to Cor having dinner with Detective Mariam at his house. Okay. And the only reason I want to point that out is because oh, I didn't think that worked for me. They've just had this... They've just been in the middle of this massive massacre... <laughs> And then the next time we see them, they're having a nice, you still go relaxed dinner at home. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it just didn't. Yeah, I, know I, what you I mean am it. being super critical. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But it's, I felt that was a bit was, jarring. Yeah, yeah, it was like it, the sort of the same. That sort of thing happens every day. Yeah, and even Medora, there was know, no reflection, or the, and they they shrugged it off. He even says at one point that was the the most crazy thing he's ever seen as a cop. Yeah, and then they just but then it's like, oh well, let's come, come we're still looking for like, this you know, woman. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean, but. I hadn't, I hadn't even written that down. Yeah. That that scene was in there, so that's that's fine. And, and I, I've literally just got the one line: "Cora has dinner with the detective." <laughs> but it it just jarred me a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, Vernon's having dinner with the Indian hunter slash shaman. I've sort of yeah, I think him. he was, and he admits that he has seen Medora. Yeah. So he kills him as well. Yeah, and he but he says a couple of interesting things. Yeah. That the the hunter shaman guy. So he notes that wolves sometimes eat their young. Yeah. Which we've seen. Yeah. And if she is a wolf demon, she's killed she's her killed son. son yeah. So there's some good parallels here. And he also says Vernon and Medora have the same eyes. Oh, now, going back to your your question on does the dog die or come earlier <laughs> about incest? Yeah. This this was what I was okay. getting at. I was like, well, is he hinting that they're related? Oh, possibly. They are from a very small wife. village in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it, it was just left hanging there that as a. Yeah, maybe. 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 It was never explicitly. The, the answer was yes on does the dog die com. Does the die. Yeah, but that's a. I can't even say that. <laughs> does the dog die dot com. Yeah. So the, I think there is a possibility there. Yeah. So Vernon, this guy's got a load of the same sort of wolf masks yeah. that Medora had. Yeah. And he, in fact, Medora's left her mask with him. Yeah. And Vernon chooses one off his wall, which is even creepier than the one she was wearing. Yeah. Wooden, like, wolf mask. And puts it on. And then he kills the guy. Mm-hmm. And then as he's leaving, the lady from the hotel bursts out with a shotgun. And she starts blasting at him. She's a good shot. She is a good shot. She gets him. She's Vernon in the shoulder she as he's driving away. shoulder as, he, as he's driving away. So he drives to see a friend. Yeah. Who we are introduced to now, who is Mason Blair. Yeah. Who's the writer of this film and dog face man from Murder Party. Yeah. The guy with the chainsaw. Yeah. I was I just think of him as the guy with the <laughs> plug-in chainsaw from Murder Pie. He takes the bullet out of his shoulder. Yeah. And offers him some soup. <laughs> and a place to rest. And a place to rest, yeah. And then comes back to Cor and Mariam putting their plan together. So they kind of work out that they think Medora has gone over to, to find some hot springs, basically. Yeah. There's... That she'd mentioned to Cor before. Yeah. The only warm pl- only place she's ever been where she was warm. Yeah. That's what she said. So they think that's where she's heading. Um... Then cuts back to Vern at his friend's house. Yeah. As he wakes up, he walks in to find his friend basically on the phone chopping him into the police. Yes. What does he do to him? He buries his knife into the very top of the man's head. Yeah. He literally just digs it straight down into the top of his head. It was grim. It was very grim. This this is dark, this film. So, Cor and the cop. Mariam. Mariam, thank you. They get a plane. Yep. Mariam can fly. Mar- he, he can't fly. He can fly a plane. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, so they think that's the quickest way to find the wolf pack yep. from the air. So we get some more nice aerial shots of Alaska. Beautiful, yeah. Beautiful town. Beautiful state. Mm-hmm. State. Beautiful state. And they manage, they find the wolves. They land on a frozen lake, which when he got out of the plane, I was like, please slip over. <laughs> if I got out of a plane on a frozen lake, I would be on my ass yeah. instantly. Uh, but he doesn't, and they find some fresh wolf prints, and they are standing around looking at these prints, and suddenly an arrow goes straight through his neck. Through Marion's, Detective Marion's. Marion's neck. So I don't have to worry about him anymore, because no. it literally goes in and out in a split second. He is dead. Yeah. Vernon is also an expert archer. Yeah. Somewhere he stopped along the way and got, got a got very expensive a, looking bow. Yeah, rebound bow. And Detective Marion is no more. Yeah, it literally goes in and out within a split second. It, it, he wouldn't have even seen it coming. No. And then it just hits the snow behind him. So Cor is all on his own. Yep, it's one-on-one. But he finds a cave quite quickly. <laughs> he does. Um, and I'm presuming it was the same cave he came he was came across when he was yeah, trekking so. originally. Yeah, I think you're right. So he kind of knew where he was going. Yeah. And who's in the cave? Medora. She is. So he tries to get her to come with him. To yep. Say, look, Vernon's hunting you down. You need to come with me. And then he takes an arrow. He does. In the shoulder. So he's, de- he's not dead. No, he's, he's very he's badly wounded. Very badly wounded. He's got an arrow in him. Yeah. Through him. So Vernon comes into the cave where Medora is. Yeah. He grabs her around the throat. Yeah. Lifts her off her feet. Yeah. She takes his mask off and they have a, a kiss. Yeah. So suddenly cut to the next morning. All three of them still in the cave. They're yeah. all still alive. Yeah. Vernon comes over to Cor. Pulls the arrow out. Yeah, he like unscrews the arrowhead. Yeah. And then pulls it back through his... It was horrible. And Medora and Vernon leave together. Yes. And they leave Cor in the cave. Yeah. On his own. He manages to... He tries to crawl away, uh, but the wolves are there. Yeah. They're watching him. So again, we've got our Alaskan standoff. Yeah. Cor <laughs> versus wolf. Yeah. So they start heading towards him and two guys on a snowmobile turn up. Yeah. Skidoo. Yep. Snowmobile. Vernon digs up Bailey's body and they drag it through the snow yeah and that's the last we see of Vernon and the last and we see of Vernon and Medora I didn't mind you know the bit where Cor was saved by the passers-by no I didn't because and I just appreciate the effort is just before they landed in the plane Vernon said to Detective Mariam oh there's a snow machine down there yeah and um, Mariam said is that is that is it Vernon is it Medora is it who we're looking yeah. for and he said no, no. So, I, and just that little hint of, of well, they're, because those guys were close, they're the ones that rescued him. Yeah. I, I just helped. No, I liked nice, it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Nice that. detail. Um, as you see them being, as you see them dragging Bailey's body through the snow, the wolves are following as well. Yeah. So, that's an interesting thing. Some villagers help Cor heal his shoulder. Yeah. And then he wakes up in a hospital and his wife's there. Daughter. Daughter's there. Is yeah. it his daughter? Well, I presume so. Because okay. that's who we rang earlier. Yeah. The okay. teacher. I saw a lady, yeah. I presume. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. His daughter was there. And that's the end of Hold the Dark. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, mostly good. Yeah. Parts of it were great. Yeah. On the whole... <laughs> I still love that print. <laughs> <laughs> it left me a little bit cold. Really? A little bit. Okay. I, I just think I wanted a bit more from some of the characters. I think the actors were all great. Yeah. But there was a bit of distance. Like, Cole wasn't... As, he wasn't as sympathetic as I wanted him to be. Yeah, okay, I'd, I'd agree with that. With my that. my favorite character was actually Detective Mariam. Yeah, he was really good. He did play it really because well. because I felt he had more. I almost felt like he had more skin in the game. He had more yeah. to lose. It's interesting you say that about Cor because I think 
Medora and Vernon were supposed to be distant and you weren't yes. supposed to sympathise with them. Because they were weirdos. They are wolf demons. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were basically, everything they did, when you look back on that film now, everything they did in that film is what wolves would do. Yeah. And what wolves did do. And it was all foreshadowed by the same, by the, the pack of wolves. But yeah, Kaur's character maybe wasn't as rounded as it could have been. That for me, that's a minor criticism. I'm not, but I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I, I thought it was really good. Um, it's it's. I'm gonna say this. Like I don't mean to disparage everything else by saying this, but this was a proper film. I've said it a few times. It was like we keep the way it was shot, a, written. Yeah, we keep saying occasionally we'll say this is a proper film, <laughs> and we've said it about four or five times now. And we we must get around to the fact that we're actually reviewing proper films. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was like there was more budget than we used to. There was a longer runtime than we used to. It was shot. To say this is the same director that directed Murder Party, mental. <laughs> there's a, there's yeah, a world of difference between those two films. Those I pretty like. I appreciated the depth to it. The um, the detail, the attention to detail was great. Um, cinematography was brilliant. Performances were really good. Yeah, I, I there's just I did really enjoy it. There was just something that I wasn't. I don't know what it was. I can't quite <laughs> put my finger on it. Yeah. Parts of it just yeah, just left me a bit cold. I didn't really like I say, I'm I I was I was really disappointed when Mariam died and I kinda wanted to see more of him and I I wasn't that bothered about Core. Yeah. And okay. he was like the main character. Yeah. And I didn't quite You didn't I didn't really you, connect you didn't with connect him. With him. Okay. And I think that's the only that's maybe that's just a personal thing, but I, I just didn't quite Do you quite, think it would have been better if he'd have died and Mariam would have survived? Possibly, taking out yeah. core would have been a really good twist at the end yeah kill your main character off maybe that would have worked slightly yeah. better yeah but that is in, and that's not to disparage the performance of because Jeffrey Wright was great yeah he was he was um, really good yeah I think I just, I just didn't quite get that connection with that character and, and maybe that's 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 probably it I think but uh, yeah on the whole no I, I, I would I would recommend anybody go and watch it yeah I would, really enjoyed it's, it it's violent if you're, if you're not into violent films then probably not going to enjoy it there's a lot of it's got a real rhythm to it this film so it's like slow slow build 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 and then it's like bang Bang. pow hits you in the face when it is slow though it is really slow and everybody talks in whispers it's really quiet you have to really strain your ears and then all of a sudden it'll like hit you with that gunfire for instance and it is so loud and it is that contrast between the same as at the beginning between the snow and the desert there's two completely different sound profiles to this film and it's like everybody whispers yeah. it's really quiet and then it'll be bang yeah. come and look at this but there's, there's loads to like here like we've talked about how it looks you say so you've got like even in, you know in the midst of the shootout you've got the blood on the snow yeah. so you've got all these contrasts one thing that um, really stuck out to me and we've probably not mentioned it in many films we've seen I thought the score to this was really yeah, good. Really good. So again, the music sort of ebbed and flowed really well with the action. And I think it was it really added to the atmosphere. Audio, the whole audio track, everything in the the audio was amazing. Yeah. Like I was saying about it being quiet and loud and quiet, and then the music adding to that and the wolf calls and I, 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 we don't mention it enough, but I thought yeah. that was really good. Yeah, yeah, I, jo- I enjoyed it. It was good. Cool. Good. Good. Um, Good pick from the randomizer this week. Definitely, yeah. It's been a while since we've had a really good film. I'd, I'd watch that. I'd guarantee. I'd recommend anybody go and watch it, unless you really don't turned off by violence, which is interesting because that brings us to the stream table. I can see you looking at it with your eyes. <laughs> I am using my eyes. <laughs> You're using your eyes to look at it. Who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Go on. Where do you think it sits? So it's definitely top half. Yeah. 
Um, I tell you, what, I'm just debating. I does it sneak into the top five or not? Wow. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm struggling a bit because I could, I can see an argument for it being anywhere from third to sixth. <laughs> Do you want me to say where I am on it? Because and the reason I say that, yeah, but the reason I say that is because I've, I've, I've just, yeah, I've enjoyed all of those films. Yeah. And I, so the top, yeah. the top six. If you're saying between first to third and six, yeah, the top six are the Dawn Wall, Mirage, Little Evil, Cube, Night of the Comet, and Bait. Yeah, it definitely fits in there somewhere. Yeah, I think it's better than Bait. Personally, I I agree. I'd have it above Bait. I agree. For me, I'm going to tell you where I think it goes. I think I know what you're going to say, but go on. I think it goes into number three. Okay. I I really enjoyed it. I think it's better. I think it's a better film than Little Evil. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, this is that old thing of it gets really difficult to yeah. compare, and it is getting harder every week to get things up there. Well, I think we have an answer to that, don't we? Do, we? Yeah. Which we may talk about soon. But um, it's very hard to compare something like this to something like Little, Little Evil. It is because they're worlds apart they're completely um, nothing on this nothing, nothing in that top six is anything like this film I wouldn't I wouldn't be against putting this third I personally I, it isn't, it isn't I, I enjoyed than, I thought Mirage was better it isn't better than Mirage Mirage is yeah as a film Mirage is the best film we've seen yeah The Dawn Wall is a documentary and it is excellent and everybody should watch it Mirage is a film and it is the best film we've seen so yeah. far it isn't better than Mirage it is better than Little Evil I, I yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. I would, I'm quite happy with it going that high. Cool. I mean, on it's one of those things where on any given day I might actually go. Oh no, I prefer to watch Little Evil. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm struggling with. But I, this is this was a great watch. Shall we shall we talk about coming? What we're going to do? Yeah. Right, are we agreeing first? We'll put it in third. We'll put it in third. Okay. Fine. We we weren't going to talk about this just yet because we're going to leave it for a few more weeks. But we are coming towards the end of season one of Bottom of the Screw. Yeah. Yes. So we've got so 21 we, films. There's 21 films on the list. When we get to 25, we're going to cut the list off. We're going to close the we're table. We're going to close the table because it is getting harder and harder every week to put things in it. Yeah. That will be the end of season one. Yeah. We will then do a recap episode, which will be episode 26, and then we will start season two the week after. Correct. There may be some rule changes. There may be... The stream table might not be the same in as it is now but we've not fully decided yet. Oh, we're, we're in negotiations we weren't even going to talk about this This is you're getting spoilers um, yeah so there's going to end up the, the stream table is going to end up with 25 films in yeah. basically the current stream table is the way it sits season 1 season 1 yeah we will not miss a week there will not be a week missing but the week 26 will not be dedicated to a film it'll be us recapping all the films that we've talked about yeah but there will always be a podcast every week yeah awesome yeah, so look forward to that. You've got four more to go in this season. Shall we pick episode 22? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let me find the randomizer. Right, I'm going to press the button. Here we go. Ghost Team. Ghost Team. <laughs> um, okay, what is Ghost Team? Ghost Team is a 2016 film. It is a 15. It is an hour and 23 minutes long. And it's a comedy thriller. Do you want to know the synopsis? Is it going to be a shit Ghostbusters? Yeah. Uh, a paranormal obsessed man mounts his own investigation into the beyond with his depressed best friend misfit nephew a cable access medium and an over eager security guard okay it's going to be a shit Ghostbusters Um, (laughs) it might be good it might be a good Ghostbusters do you want to watch the trailer yeah come in come in somebody come in Ah! oh no 
die. Don't do that, you dick. We remember when you were a little kid, it was a dream of owning your very own print and copy shop? Nope. Yeah, me neither. Thank you. This guy came into my shop today. I have a broken down old barn. It's probably haunted. Say haunted? It's just very, very creepy. If we could document some ghost activity, we can actually do something with our lives. I'm in. They have a tech specialist guy. Well, that's what we need. He's a genius. We don't have night vision goggles per se, but I do have two digital cameras with night vision settings. I duct tape them to a baseball helmet. Get on the ground! We're putting together this little team and you're obviously tough. All right, I'll do it. I'd rather not see civilians get hurt on my watch. You're a civilian, though, because that badge is plastic and you work in a mall. With any luck, tomorrow morning, I found some ghosts. Yes! We've been catching EMF spikes all night long, but no source. Did you die in this room? We need to open up a line of communication with them. If there are any spirits present, let them make themselves known. <laughs> You've angered us! I don't think we're welcome here. Has anybody been in the barn since Stan and I were here? Look, 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 look. Go, go, this is our chance, go. What was that? There's a face. Get out of here, get out of here. We got a face, we got a face! Gibson sees the aliens and signs. Give the alien thing a rest for one second. Okay, two of our friends just got taken by demons. Oh, so it's okay to believe in ghosts, but aliens are ridiculous. Do me a favor, if you see a zombie, don't shoot him in the chest, okay? You gotta aim for the head. Quit it! Stop it! You're getting spit on! Well, that's going to go one of two ways. Yeah, so <laughs> you might be right. It's going to be interesting, that one. So, yeah, Ghost Team, that's cool. Go and check it out. And we'll be back next week to talk about it. Sure will. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.